So as a reminder, we're in Romans 12 this morning. It is the definitive summary of the Christian faith, or rather, how a Christian should live out one's faith. It starts off in verse 9, let love be, as the foundational and encompassing factor here. But today we're going to look at the next verse, verse 10. In Christ, we become co-inheritors of God's grace. We are adopted into this heavenly body, sons and daughters. That means in a very real sense that we are brothers and sisters to each other in Christ. The Bible has a lot to say about family dynamics. Um, in Genesis, it's not just, it's not a story about a chosen man, but a chosen family. And we read about family dynamics, good and bad, throughout Scripture. In the New Testament, we see about the family we find in Christ. So let's read, um, Let's read verse 10 together. Be devoted to one another with brotherly love. Prefer one another in honor. Lord, I pray that you help us um, apply this principle to our Christian faith to walk more fully and completely in the greatest commandment to love. Amen. So we're going to tackle this verse a bit non-linearly this morning, okay? If you look at your outline, um, it says, how can we treat Christians more like family? And it says, be loyal and be selfless. The first part, be loyal, is connected to with brotherly love, devotion. A synonym for devotion is loyalty. With brotherly love, and if you see the next main point, what is the marks of a Christian family? Familial love and honor. So the next part, the second part of the verse is preferring one another in honor. So we're going to break the verse apart and uh, deal with it non-linearly, okay? So bear with me. We're going to look at the idea of familial love first. Okay, so the verse is just a few words long. But there are three words in Greek for, for love. The big one, uh, agape, used 99% of the time. Uh, it, it's an unconditional love. It's the way God loves us. And in the greatest commandment, Love one another as I have loved you and love God. It's agape. When Jesus speaks of love, he uses that word exclusively. Okay? 99% of the references of love in the New Testament is agape, unconditional love. The second one is, uh, it's a compound word, actually. It's not even a word on its own. And it's not used in the New Testament at all. It's not seen in Scripture. It's just an, another Greek word for love we find. The closest we have is a Hebrew word 
um, in the Old Testament. Um, so I know we hear a lot of people, maybe they make a big deal of, about the, the three kinds of love. Um, the second one is romantic love, okay, between a husband and a wife. We don't see that in the New Testament. But the third one is familial love, brotherly love, as the text would translate it. And we only see that four times. Okay, now something about interpreting scripture is that when it breaks the norm, we should take note. Something important is happening there that it uses a different word from all the other words that it normally uses. And we should take note of that. And this is one of those four cases. So when it talks about familial love, and the word is Philadelphia, by the way, okay? Uh, if you transliterate it from the Greek, Philadelphia. So in addition to the agape love we show each other, the unconditional love, the, the love, the expression of love that we have for each other as a Christian family should be distinct from how we express love to the rest of the world. There should be an additional layer of expression that we have for each other versus what we have for, the, for everyone else. Okay, we show unconditional love to everyone, but familial love, um, it goes beyond. There's something distinct about it. This verse highlights that distinction. So let's jump back. How do we show, how do we treat each other more like family? In other words, how do we express this Philadelphia love? By being loyal. We read in the first half, devotion. The King James would say, um, um, preferring, uh, no, no, um, kindly affection, okay? But the word is devotion, and a synonym for that um, I found is loyalty. That's the closest thing that I can relate to, loyalty. As Christian family, we, can, we should be able to rely on each other, to trust each other, to keep our promises to each other. I've many times said, don't treat membership like a gym membership, but especially don't treat the wonderful mystery of, of baptism in the body of Christ, the universal church, frivolously. You know, if I got a phone call at 1 o'clock in the morning and some stranger dialed a random number and got to me and he says, I'm stuck on the highway in the middle of nowhere. Can you come and help me? I would be hesitant. The most I would do is perhaps hand his number off to a tow truck service and, um, and have the tow truck company contact this man. Um, I, I wouldn't be so eager trust the stranger come out to the middle of nowhere um, you know that's that's logic but if any of you phoned me at one o'clock in the morning and said I'm stuck on the highway can you come and help me I will get in my car and I will gladly do so 
In fact, <laughs> I have, and you have done the same with me. That's devotion to each other, to Christian family. Let's look at the next part of the, the verse. Preferring one another in honor. So again, nonlinear. Let's look at honor first. Um, this is the, the only cross-reference here this morning, so you can write it down. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. It really um, uh, highlights what that preferring one another gets down to. Going to read it quickly here, Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, and it says, Let nothing be done out of strife or conceit, but in humility let each esteem the other better than himself. Very literally, uh, as an illustration, it means to go before the other. Let me go first, and then if it's okay, you follow me. That's what it means. Preferring one another. But the term honor is when we put something in a display case, a trophy, a medal, a rare piece of art, we honor it. It's to ascribe value to something. When our child, when Robin draws a picture and she shows me and she's excited, I'm going to put it on the fridge, the default place of honor in our house, the fridge. Do anything worth anything goes on the fridge. We, we honor our children when they, when they do something that we're proud of and we put it on Facebook. We, we tell people about it. We show honor to our family or to things. To prefer one another in honor, to put this person and their esteem above my own. Not, as Philippians say, not out of strife or conceit, but in humility bringing that person before my own. There's, um, there's a commentary um, that I'm going to quote, Matthew Henry. Uh, he just says it really well in a sentence. I'd like to read it. We should be forward to take um, notice of the gifts and the graces and the performances of our brethren and value them accordingly. Be more forward to praise another and more pleased to hear of another be praised, that another is praised than ourselves. You know, pride is, um, is the root of so much sin. Uh, and to cherish and, dis and, and, and hold this uh, familial bond, bond that we share 
in distinction, we need to be humble or as our outlines say, selfless to put others before us. You know, there's not much more to say about this verse. It's, it's very straightforward. But the challenge comes in in applying it. In John, in 1 John, he tells us to guard the fellowship. And it makes more sense now, doesn't it? If we give ourselves so completely to someone else, we wouldn't want an unbeliever, we wouldn't want to extend this kind of love to an unbeliever or to, um, to someone unrepentant. So it tells us to guard this, this beautiful fellowship and to say, this is why, because we give ourselves so completely to, to the other person. And this church has always been strong in that regard. I truly believe that. I, I think that um, we should continue in that, that, that we are known um, for that. An example, at least when I think of this kind of love, I don't know who comes to mind when you think of it, but for me, it was Darlene. I don't know if you remember um, how she treated Christian, um, this, this church. And um, uh, for me, that's the example. Uh, she gave herself so completely um, to the people of this church and their needs. Recently, um, Louisa Mary has uh, moved to Cape Town. Um, she was praying for many years to sell her house since her mother died. She's been living alone in, her, in that big house by herself, and she's getting older. And so her prayers were answered in the beginning of the year. She managed to sell her house. And um, I know of so many people that, that helped, that, that helped her move, that helped her get ready to go, that gave her advice. Even former members of this church the, the universal body of Christ, that they were glad to assist her. I'm glad for her. She's with some family now in Cape Town. That's why she moved down. Um, that she could be in the same household and not um, living in a big house by herself. When you look around and you look at the needs and the the hurt of the church people, where can you apply this Philadelphia love? One way, uh, perhaps, is our care ministry. One of the biggest mandates of it is to care for the people of the church. It's not just uh, philanthropy outside, feeding the poor, big part of that ministry is to care for the needs of the people of the church, both emotionally, and spiritually, and physically. Contact um, Miriam if you'd like to get involved. And lastly, 
Don't be discouraged if you give yourself of yourself and you show this love and it's not always reciprocated. Not thinking of any specific time or uh, calling anyone out. This is not recent. But I have earnestly, <laughs> uh, me and my family, um, have shown love to a church member or, or, or someone, a believer, and, um, and then only to find out later that we never hear from again, them again or some other thing happened and we think, how could you do this to us? <laughs> we thought you were family. Don't be discouraged. Don't ever um, follow any command um, because we're expecting some sort of result. Do it in the name of the Lord and to his glory. Um, but we are told to guard this fellowship. And that's why, for our own um, health, <laughs> um, for our own lack of heartache, we extend this love to, to church family.